everybody, it is Melanie Mitro and Katie Ersta, and we are the hosts of the Make She Catherine podcast. And this podcast is for you, friend. We're going to dive into the skills, mindset, and systems you need to build a successful social media presence, and it supports your business goals. All right, and I am Melanie Mitro, one of the co-hosts, and I have left my full-time career in early intervention to be a stay-at-home mom and seriously craving something more. All right, and I'm Katie. I am a stage four cancer survivor. I absolutely love all things storytelling, and I was a teacher who truly just wanted to get the groceries paid for. Never in a million years did I see what would happen with this business. Oh my gosh, and here we are, 10 <laughs> years later, and we have built multi-million dollar businesses from our laptop, from our kitchen tables, basically anywhere that you have Wi-Fi. And the cool part is now we get to teach other people how to do the same. So just two female entrepreneurs who are wives, moms, and we're also besties who want to take you on the journey right alongside us to help you build a business that you love and a life that you desire. All right, so come on in, check out today's episode. Well, hey everyone, it is Katie and Mel of the Make She Happen podcast. And today we are gonna talk about one of those things that really makes people kind of uncomfortable at first, but if we aren't careful, yeah. it can almost sound like a cliche. It's something that we hear over and over again, especially as business owners. And if you are in the direct sales space, this is definitely applicable if you see other people around you as well. And so I'm just gonna dive right into it. Today yep. we're gonna talk about mindset, but not how you usually hear it. So right, you're right. gonna wanna stay tuned in. So yeah. what do you think it is about hearing the words mindset that makes people go, oh, I know, I know. Yeah, well, it is, it's sort of cliche and everybody does the affirmations yeah. and they read the books that help fix your mind. Everybody's looking for the next book to help with mm -hmm. confidence or the next training to help with the mindset mm -hmm. and so and what happens is honestly it's very much like an internal we have to stop and we really have to address the root cause mm -hmm. right it's kind of like symptoms and when I talk about health you know yeah. you gotta find the root cause but I don't know about you guys but just when you hear the word confidence when you hear the word mindset just automatically raise your hand and say that is me yet you are simultaneously consistently looking for the thing that's going to help you grow your business right and so what you're doing is you're mm. like ah i need more confidence i need more tools so you're out there and you're signing up for classes and you're listening to podcasts and you're enrolling in trainings and you're looking for the next mentor that's gonna mentor you and you want the tools, you want the step-by-step -step system, right? And we kind of see that even within our direct sales done, right? A lot of people came into that program and they're like, I just need the step-by-step -step system. I just need you to tell me what to do. But in reality, really clear in week one, yeah. when we talked about mindset, we realized that it wasn't about doing the actual steps on the tracker, mm -hmm. it was so much more. It yeah. was what was going on up here. It was the fact that they were afraid of what other people were going to think about that. We're going to dive into that. They were afraid of if they mm -hmm. failed publicly and people would see them, right? And so it didn't, it was, they never even got to the tracker because what ended up happening was they started to think about their fears and then they remembered, oh gosh, I have to change the laundry. Right. And off they went to change the laundry and then they just never circled back around or they spent all of this time mm -hmm. sitting down creating a really pretty binder and I laminating know. things and organizing so and doing their goal sheets and that became work right that's what they but then whenever they shared their tracker mm -hmm. the tracker wasn't getting done and the real reason was is they had all this fear they had all this fear yeah. and they you know and so 
in order to actually move your business to the next level. Mm-hmm. And I know many of you listening, you want to see growth. Sure. You actually have to address the the stories that you're telling yourself about mm-hmm. why you're not succeeding. Yeah. Yeah. And I really think we're focused on the wrong things. Yeah. We're focusing on what's not working instead of what is working, yeah. mm-hmm. right? And we're letting past beliefs dictate our current opportunities. Right, and then we avoid. The Chic Branding Experience is now open for enrollment. You guys, the number one question I get from people is, how do I actually grow a following on social media that wants to purchase the things that I have to offer? Listen, it's no secret that I absolutely know storytelling is the number one thing that matters most when it comes to your marketing on social media. As as a kid, I was that girl who was always reading fiction in the stacks of the library. And then as I grew into an adult, I found a passion for education, for teaching middle school reading, and of course developed this passion into marketing on social media for my own business. But I started to see that there is a direct correlation between the stories we tell and the sales that we make. And when we can effectively storytell, we start to see an increase in our sales, we start to see an increase in the people who are engaging in our content, and most importantly, we grow our confidence for what we have to offer. So we have created the Chic Branding Experience to help you clarify your marketing message. If you're interested in learning more about this Chic Branding Experience, I encourage you to click the link to learn more. That's the other thing is we get so focused on what isn't working or we get so focused on all the things that we have to do that we actually just go and do the laundry and we we, we just avoid why we may not be doing the business activities that are actually going to build our business. So today we're going to do things a little bit differently. We're going to kind of put each other on the spot and our amazing social media manager put together some questions for us and wants us to answer them for you on how we would address some of those mindset struggles or concerns that so many people have. So, and I also want you to know that if you are listening to the Make Chic Happen podcast, you always have the opportunity to reach out to us on the social media platform, whether through you, uh, Chic Influencer or through the Make Chic Happen podcast. And if you have questions, ask them. We love sharing them on on our actual podcast. So we're gonna dive right in. Okay, sounds good. Do you wanna take the first question or do you wanna ask me the first Uh, question? What are you thinking? You shouldn't be cheating. I know, I know. Go ahead, you can ask me the first question, that's fine. All right, so the first question, and this is so common for people, especially when they're starting in their businesses, I'm so afraid of what people will think of me when I invite them. Yeah. I just don't invite, what should I do? Okay, well, first and foremost, When it comes to actually inviting other people to Mm -hmm. join, I want you to think about number one, do you believe in the product and service that you have to offer? Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget this conversation because I had a lot of people early on that weren't super supportive of what I was doing. But I, in my heart, believed in the product, in the service that I offered, the way I supported people to achieving their own personal goals. I remember Matt saying to me, Melanie, do you believe in the service that you offer? Because I was complaining because I was like, oh, I know I'm gonna talk to this person and you know, or I'm gonna mm-hmm. walk into this house and they're gonna make fun of me or whatever. And um, and he's like, but do you believe in what you offer? And my answer was yes, I actually do believe it. I believe that the products and services, when people actually start, when they start and finish the the product, the service, the experience, they will see a transformation. Yeah. And even if I don't know all the answers, I know that I can go to Google 
and I can actually figure out the answers or I can ask somebody the answer. So mm -hmm. even if I don't know, I know I can figure it out. Mm -hmm. So that's two things. You have to have belief in yourself and you have to have belief in what you have to offer. Then when you sit down to invite, I want you to change it around a little bit. Okay. And I want you to say to yourself, number one, I'm not going to go cold to invite somebody. Okay. I'm not going to go down my <laughs> no, Facebook list or my yeah. Instagram list. And I'm not just going to, without looking at somebody's profile, send them an invite and just send, you know, 25 random cold right. invites. That's a surefire way to get a nasty gram back of somebody that's like irritated because you tried to sell them mm. something. Mm -hmm. What I am going to do is I'm going to say, who is actually engaging with my content? Maybe they left a like, like they like to post or they've been viewing my stories regularly or they have said I'm interested or it's somebody I ran into in the community and they said, wow, I really like that service that you have or that, that cream that you, you know, sell to, you know, firm up your wrinkles. I, I really need that. So I'm going to go, oh, I remember Jamie, she wanted to know about that wrinkle cream. I'm going to go message her. So I'm going to first line of defense is people that have already created eye contact with me. All right. That's number one. Second thing is when I do reach out to them, I'm going to make sure I'm in a posture where I am excited. Sometimes we sit down to our business and we sit down at the computer and we're like, oh, everybody's going to say mm. no. Nobody's mm. going to want to do what I have to offer. But I want you to sit down and I want you to look yourself in the mirror and I want you to give yourself a pep talk. And yeah. I want you to say, all right, somebody on the other side of this computer screen, I'm going to change their life today. Life-changing skincare. I'm going to give them confidence, right? I'm going to help them feel comfortable, you know, around their spouse or whatever. Whatever it is that you sell, I want you to think about, I could change somebody's life today. I could improve their life. I could add quality to their life by inviting them. Them. Yeah. You just never know who you can impact. So I want you to invite from a place of positivity. Posture mm. is everything. If you're already thinking they're going to say no, they are. Second, the third, whatever, whatever number we're on is three. there might be a good chance that somebody does ghost you. They may say no, yeah. they might not be interested, but instead of you taking that as a personal attack, just understand mm -hmm. that, okay, I want you to rationally like, think about what could they be going through? Maybe they don't have the money right now. Maybe they just had, you know, something else they had to pay for. Maybe they don't have the time to commit. Instead of taking it as a personal attack, validate that it might be more mm -hmm. or less something they're going through. And so instead of really worrying about what other people think, why don't you just say, it's my job to introduce the opportunity. Right. I'm never going to cold message somebody. And even if it's not right now or I'm not interested, it doesn't mean no, not ever. It just yeah. means no, not right now. Yeah. So your job is really to set up the handshake. You're to introduce yeah. people to what you have to offer. And then you don't be offended if they say no. Like it's yeah. a choice to not be offended. But right. it is also a choice to take action as well. For sure. For sure. And so we just want to address that sort of head on. And I also want to note too in the show notes, we'll leave a couple of episodes that we've done in yeah. the scenarios of conversations, what exactly to say in an invitation and what to do when people ghost you. Cause I know yeah. we've done an, a couple episodes for on sure. that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Well, let me ask you the second question. Okay. So if I had a, <laughs> I had a team and then they all started quitting. Sure. Right. Yeah. And happens. so maybe you had a big team, they quit, people left. And now all of a sudden here you are trying to rebuild yeah. your business again, but you're really afraid yeah. to invite because you're really afraid that 
Like what if it actually happens again? Yeah. First of all, I want to validate your fears because yeah. I, I firsthand experience, and I know you've had experience yeah. with this yeah. where the people that you pour into in terms of giving them mentorship and giving them guidance and also friendships yeah. too, sometimes they just decide that it isn't in their best interest to continue on with mm -hmm. the, the business that they're a part of. And so the first thing that we want to do is we want to place blame on ourselves. We want to say, well, what could I have done differently? How could I have guided differently? How could I have changed the situation so that it isn't what it currently is? But at the end of the day, the current situation that you have is somebody quits. People on your team quit. And now you're left with one of two things. You can let it define you or you can actually use it to your advantage and redefine your relationship with the business and your definition of, of leadership as well. And I remember a few years ago when this actually did happen to me and we call it like the mass exodus of our business and so many people left, they went on to other opportunities and it did feel kind of icky at yeah, the time. I remember sure. it feeling a lot of fear, a lot of people just leaving, a lot of people just talking poorly of it and really feeling like I, I have a choice. I can go and continue to build the business or I can let this define me and it really was a stake the ground that we would actually get to work, but work differently. And so the first thing that I did is I went back to basics and I call this really square one leadership where if you never leave the basics of building the business, your business will continue to grow because you are building every component of what we call the healthy pipeline. And the healthy pipeline is something that we teach in our direct sales done right mentorships. It's, it's actually something that we teach our leaders to teach their own downlines as well. But basically when you're filling every part of your pipeline from followers to people who are interested in learning more about the business, you always have people to invite to. And you're never dependent on those one or two people to really help you build your business because you're successful because of the number of people that you're inviting. And I really think that because I focused more on what I could control in my business versus what my downline was controlling in terms of income, it shifted the way I looked at it. So even my mindset started to change when I was action focused. Okay, mm -hmm. people are leaving. What do I need to do? Well, I'm gonna go back to the basics of the business. What are the basics of the business? I'm gonna invite people to the opportunity. I'm gonna host sneak peeks so people can learn more about the business. I'm gonna make sure that I give people an incredible experience with the products and services so that they begin to refer people into my business. I'm gonna make sure that my content is on point and it's very narrowed down to the specific type of person I want to work with. I clearly define the attributes I want someone to own if they come into the business. Who do I want to work with? So instead of it feeling like, oh, darn it, people are leaving yeah. my team, I started to get excited about the opportunity of new people coming into the organization and building it in a way that felt really good to where I was in the yeah. business. And so yes, people are going to leave. You have the option of, of serving people for a season and being grateful for that and then allowing them to go and continue on and, and feeling blessed because they got to be a part of it in some way. Mm -hmm. But again, it's your decision how you want to look at how they leave too. I know. And, and when you said, you know, looking at it that people come in for a reason or a season, instead of being like, oh, I helped them and they left me. Yeah. Like they did that to me. I started to look at it and say, I'm so glad that I hope that yeah. I hope I left them 
hope they leave me better than when they came. I hope right. I left an impact. I hope yeah. they just think back and say, wow, she really added value to my yeah. life. Instead of being like, what's you, you owe me to stay. Yeah. And when I made that narrative shift, because in reality, people mm -hmm. do come and go. Sure. They do move on to other industries, Absolutely. other businesses, other careers. And so we just, I think it's unrealistic to think somebody's going to stay forever. It's very rare. It's very rare. So when you realize it's not you, you yeah. know, but you have to, you can't just rely yeah. on just the people you have. You always have to be thinking about filling that pipeline. And leaving the door open. For so sure. that's the other thing that maybe at oh, the yeah. beginning we weren't so great about or always yeah. so graceful about is when people left, we took it as such a personal instead of saying, I don't know where they're going to go. I don't know what they're going to do, but I'm definitely wanting them to know I was, I'm grateful for the time sure. I had with them and Absolutely. got to mentor them. And I want to leave the door open if in the future I can continue to serve them. Absolutely, yeah. And leaving that door open is kind of like you yeah. saying, I'm, you know, I'm grateful and sure. it just shifts your mindset and you feel a sense of peace with it. You do. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So the next one is a statement, but okay. I'm going to make it into a question okay. for you. Okay. I feel as though people have a lot of fear around going public, Okay. right? They want to keep things sort of private. If they're running a business, they don't want people from their hometown knowing about it. If okay. they, they don't want people from their past knowing what they're up to okay. and where they're going in the future. So what do you do to address that fear of publicly acknowledging that you are a business owner. Oh, versus like failing publicly, you think? Um, or is it just... I think it's either. Yeah. Because well, I think there's a lot of fear with failing. That's yeah. why people don't post publicly. I think that's right too. I think people like, for example, you know, maybe you're all your, maybe you're friends are all on Facebook. And so when you start a business, you're like, I'm going to go over here to Instagram yeah. and I'm going to start my business yeah. over there because none of my actual friends know, yeah. you know, they're not over here. So they're not going to know. Mm -hmm. Right. So I do think there is definitely that happens. And that's it. Like the worst thinking that you right. can have, because you always want to go where your, where your warm market is. You always want to go where there are people that know your name. Mm. Cheers. <laughs> I like it. So, so yes. And, and you know what, there is that vulnerability that comes with that. Yeah. Right? Like, sure. okay, I'm going to, I'm going to tell the world that I actually own a business. I've launched a business, whether it's online or brick and mortar. And so what happens is when you open the doors and you say, I am a business owner. Now you are holding yourself accountable to the success. And if you're not willing to bet on yourself, I'm guessing mm -hmm. that's why you're kind of keeping it private. Cause you're mm -hmm. like, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can be successful. I don't know if I can really succeed. What if I fail? Yep. What if it, everybody's going to see me and then what are they going to think of me? And so I get that. I'm going to validate the fact that starting something new, doing a business you've never done before is incredibly uncomfortable, yeah. but courage. There's a lot of courage that has to happen because if you want to create a different opportunity in your life, you're going to have to do something that requires change and change is always uncomfortable. For sure. And every one of us is a beginner when we start something new. Even if we have a background in marketing, every time we go to do something different in the marketing right. space, it's vulnerability at mm. its finest. Yeah. And so you have to there is no way around it. You can create the most perfect social media content plan, the best graphics, the well thought out caption, researched hashtags. You can post it up on your social media and it may flop. <laughs> it may absolutely fall flat on its face and flop. Mm -hmm. And so the best piece of advice is don't wait until it's perfect. Just get messy with it, right? Yeah. So put yourself out there knowing number one, yes, 
you will actually fail and everybody will see it, but not everybody's gonna know that it's failure. They're mm -hmm. not gonna look at your post and know that you failed, mm -hmm. right? Second thing, people love a good story. They love a good transformation. So when we both started our business, there were a lot of people that were like, what are Katie and Melanie doing? Mm -hmm. And so they watched for a very long time. And so we navigated it very messy, mm -hmm. very raw, very not always buttoned up, but now people have this story. Mm -hmm. They have this chic influencer for almost four years story and they've watched us evolve. Actually, people in my inbox will say, wow, it looks like Chic's doing really well. I've been watching you guys, you're on fire. So people have watched us launch it and how it started to where it is now and what it's become. And they love the journey because yeah. they were a part of it. So don't just wait until you have a business that's thriving to start talking about it because you're probably missing out on opportunity yeah. along the way. Yeah. So you do. You need to put yourself out there. And when, when we fail publicly, I've gotten really good at saying, oh, well, what did yeah. we learn? What did we learn from that? How do we pick ourselves up and keep going again? How like, what's better? the new... Yeah, how do we do better? And so we never look at failure as... Yeah. It's actually not failure because yeah. we don't quit. I actually shared a, a post how... It was a reel and I shared how... I took this one piece of content that I did a while ago and it was yep. terrible. It was awful. It was not written very well. And then I took that same concept and something that I was playing around with in my mind and I posted it again and again and again. I reworded it yep. every single time. I changed up the image every single time and then bam, it hit. Yeah. But most people just see the bam, it hit. They don't see all of the progress and all of the tweaks and all of the failed yeah. content that For led sure. to a successful piece of content. Yep. So yeah, you have to be willing to fail you publicly. Do. You do. Yep. Okay. So this kind of leads us to the fourth, sure. which really does talk about perfection again, right? Because, you know, people want to have a perfect mm. plan. Sure, so, that's cute. I know, isn't it? Yeah. So we talk about just like, oh, I need to have a perfect plan mm -hmm. before I can implement, whether it's a business launch or a product launch. What would you say to that? All right. So if I go into the, the history of Chic. Well, hey, everyone. It is Katie here, and I am interrupting this episode of the Make Chic Happen podcast because I want to address head on one of the most common questions that Melanie and I get, and that is, what does your daily routine look like? And we get asked everything from what books are you reading? What supplements are you taking? What workout are you currently doing? And I get it because success does leave clues, right? But here's the thing. Melanie and I have been on a journey when it comes to our health for over 10 years. And we have learned a lot uh, from our bad habits to our good habits to things that we don't even know below the surface are really happening. And because we both firmly believe that the most important relationship you can ever have is the one you have with your own body. I mean, really your body is your bestie for the resty, right? It's always on your side. It's fighting battles. You don't even know exist. And because of that, I think it's time to ask some questions head on. And those uncomfortable questions are, what am I doing to better take care of myself? What am I doing to ensure I am at peak performance, whether it's in the gym or in my business. And how am I showing up for my body every single day and fighting for it? How am I showing my body that I am on its side? And part of the routine that we have every single day is AG1. 
Now listen, AG1 has been a legit game changer for us. It's an all-in-one daily drink with 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients with prebiotics and probiotics that help increase and enhance nutrient absorption. And it's almost like looking at it as if it's nutritional insurance for you don't know what life's going to throw at you. And we don't miss a day ever. And because, because we want you to take better care of you, we want you to be at your peak performance. We're able to share with you a special offer on top of just AG one. You are also going to receive when you use the link in the show notes, D three plus K two, an entire year supply, as well as five free travel packs that make AG one super simple to take when you are on the go. And if you decide you love it just as much as we do, we can give you 20% off discount because we know that it's the best thing you can do to start your day off. So take advantage of this offer. Simply use the link in the show notes below. Back to the show. We have created a lot of perfect plans that every single time we thought they were perfect, we haven't nailed it. And then we go back and we change them all up and then we go, this is the new perfect. But here's the thing we implement. If people don't, if you as a listener are sitting here going, I need it to be perfect. I need to get my binders all organized. I need to get everything sort of on my desk laid out. I need to make sure my kids are down for a nap. I need to make sure that everything is in place. I need to make sure that the laundry is folded so... I can do my work. Yeah. Here's the thing. If you are waiting for the perfect time, it's never going to arrive because if you're seeking that perfection, what you're actually doing is procrastinating and you're very much procrastinating from the work that you're probably afraid to do the work because it's likely going to lead to a possible failure or setback or all of these big visions that you have for what this business can be. What if it doesn't live up to what you're drawing in your head? What What if it doesn't live up to what you want it to be? And so you set these expectations, but if you don't take action, you can still live in the dreamland. You don't have to actually own exactly where you are. Yeah. And so when you are waiting for the perfect plan, you're preventing ownership. When you prevent ownership, that means you don't have to take action. So when we talk to people about how to prevent this, it's just taking action. It's just immediately going and doing. It is what Mel Robbins calls the five, four, three, two, one. You just go do. Yeah. And then from that imperfect, imperfect action, you can then look at it and say, okay, how do I get better? How do I actually review the things that did or didn't work so that I can actually make it better the second time around and again and again and again. I don't know how many times I've looked back at content I've created in the past and cringed over the content because it was so far from perfect in my head. I was like, it's good. And then I look back and I go, it really wasn't good at all, but it never prevented me from taking action. So I think right now what a good thing to do would be to actually really get clear about what you're procrastinating on. What are the things that you aren't actually taking action on? What are the things that you'll say, I'll get to when, and you wait for that perfect moment. Because if you're waiting for the perfect moment, it's not going to happen. And your procrastination is a way for you to not own the goals you really want to Mm. achieve. That's really, really powerful. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. And progress that we see it all the time we catch we have to catch yeah. yourself in the moment am i procrastinating is this a key 
task that I need to be doing because it's actually going to move my business forward. And you have to think about what the opposite is. If I don't do it, what's it going to do yeah. on the opposite end? I know? love it. Yeah. We have okay. one more and it's kind of light okay. and fun, yeah. but it's one that actually cracks me up. Yeah. Um, it oh my is, God. It is when it comes to finding followers, the only people who are interacting with me are creepy yeah. men. Yeah. I can't find my people. Do you have a couple of go-to I tips do, for this? But it's there's so many great podcast episodes we've done on I finding know. your people. It is. So first of all, it's a mindset block, right? Yeah. So I actually, the week that we're recording this, I think I've heard this asked yeah. four or five times to me. And so I'm like, hold up. That's a mindset block. You're actually not going out and creating content because you are like so focused on the people that aren't right. your ideal target that you are missing all the other people out there. Right. Listen, sure, there are definitely people out there that are not our ideal avatar. Number one, that hop in our inbox or comment on a post and they want to sell me followers, right? They want me to like, oh, I saw your post. I can help you grow your account. There are weird accounts that they have zero posts yeah. and they are out there sending me these creepy messages. Uh -huh. Absolutely. But I don't give it any energy. I mean, not no. even one set ounce of a thought. It is block and move on, right? I just block the person and I move on. Yeah. And what I do is I really start to think about who I want to attract. Now, if you're getting creepy followers, yeah. I also want you to look at your hashtags because, and this is an easy thing to do, the post that you got some creepy people on, just click the hashtags. Did you actually use a hashtag? Oh, and when you click the hashtag, thing. you're like, whoa, who? these are not, this is yeah. nowhere near my ideal audience. Yeah. That could be where the creepiness is coming from, one thing. Yeah. Two, it just exists, right? So sure let's refocus. Let's focus on who we want to attract. And let's actually say every day, I'm going to make a point for 15 to 20 minutes and I am going to go to maybe larger accounts, whether it's an author, an influencer, mm -hmm. an educator that shares stuff that's relevant to what you engage with on social media. And I'm going to engage in the comments because I know that that's where my people would hang out because those are common interests of myself. As you go engage with them, they're likely going to come back and check you out. And the more that you continue to do that, now you're going to start to see that the creepy men, it's lower and lower. And now you've got more of your yeah. ideal target client. Yeah. But you still do see them sometimes. You do. I know what we need to put on social this what? week. We need to actually share some of our creepy stories that oh. we've got. Let's do it. Let's send them over to Chic Influencer okay. this week for All some right. creepy we stories. We can do that. So. I have to think... Oh, I've yeah. got a couple. Do you? Yeah. Yes, you do. You have more than I do. You have more than I do. I love it. I love it. Okay. Well, you guys, thank you so much for checking out this week's episode. We love hearing from you. We love hearing about the questions that you have about growing your business. And I hope you know we're always rooting for you too. So yeah. thanks for joining us today. We'll see you next time on the Make Chic Happen podcast. All right. So if you love today's episode, make sure you head over to wherever you listen to the episode today and leave us a rating and review. And also take a little screenshot and tag us on Chic Influencer. We'll feature you in our stories. Plus, we'd love to get your feedback and hear from our listeners. Yep. Until next week, let's make Chic Captain.